Welcome back to She Inspires Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jade, board-certified family medicine physician, wellness and weight loss specialist, and owner of Inspire Primary Care in Las Vegas. And on this podcast, we discuss how busy professionals balance business and wellness. And today we will be chatting about a fun topic, and that is business content creation. I'm so excited to introduce our special guest, the owner of Lily's Content Studio in Las Vegas and founder of the International Ladies Brunch Group, Brown Skin Brunchin. Lillian, welcome to the podcast. Good morning. Thank you for having me. So excited to be talking with you today. I am so excited to have you. So please tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do. Absolutely. Um, So thank you for the introduction. I am best known for starting Brown Skin Brunchin, and that is a group of ladies that get together once a month across the world and do one thing, we brunch. And we've been doing that since 2018. And since 2018, we've grown to be in over 87 different locations across the world with over 40,000 members. And then in addition to that, because I needed a creative space, an outlet to go and create all the fun things that I do for Brown Skin Brunch, and I content studio in Las Vegas, and they're um, creators or photographers or just someone that wants a fun photo shoot can come and have perfect, perfectly set up themes that you can have your pictures taken and not have to worry about putting together your own sets. I love this. When I met you and I learned about your content studio, first of all, I had never heard of a content studio before. And that led me to Googling, like, what is a content studio? And (laughs) where are these? I thought it was the coolest, most innovative idea in this season, right, that we're in. So if y'all are in Las Vegas and have not been to Lily's content studio, y'all got to go check it out. But, you know, Lillian, I know you said a little bit about what it is, but some people may still be like, wait, what is a content studio? How Break that down. What is a content studio and what led you to opening one? So think about a photography studio on steroids, where your typical photography studio is probably going to have just a few backdrops, maybe a throne chair and maybe some other props. But in this space right here, there are different curated spaces. So we have five different areas. One is like a pink theme living room set where you have this nice um, geometric wall So if you had like your perfectly curated pink living room, this would be it right here. Or maybe you wanted to have an area where you're sitting at a desk to show off your brand and that you're working, you're busy. There's also a scene that's set up as an office. And then we get a little fun where we have a retro themed pink room with a nice mustard sofa that you could go and have fun on. And then there's also a flower wall because who doesn't like flower walls, right? Um, So just think about a lot of different sets that are perfectly decorated that looks Instagrammable for you. I love it, y'all. I love to create content. And as I have, you know, been an entrepreneur and grown my business, people ask me all the time, like, how do you grow your business? I grow my business through Instagram content marketing. I grow my business through, of course, word of mouth is always going to be an amazing way to grow business. But in your opinion, why is it so important to create content for business? I would have to say like your page is an inspiration that others could look at it and get a lot of tips from it because you're personable and people get to see you um, where you're like being your authentic self and they're like, oh, wow, 
okay, not only do I want to be her friend, but yes, I want her to be my doctor as well. Um, so just people want to have that natural connection with you. And when you're creating the content and you're in like comfortable environments or pretty environments because people want something nice to look at, that helps them connect to you and, and be able to create that connection for them to want to do business with you or form like some sort of bond or relationship with you. Absolutely. It definitely helps with the no like trust factor, which is so important in business. I mean, all the business books will tell you people buy from people that they know, that they like, that they trust. And what I love about Instagram is I don't even have to, uh, I just share the journey. I document the journey of entrepreneurship on our Dr. Jade MD page. And then on our Inspire Primary Care page, I just show, you know, all the things that we do at our medical practice. But I love that I don't really have to tell people who I am. They they meet me and they're like, I've been following you on Instagram. I saw that you got your eyebrows tattooed. I saw that you, <laughs> I love your last vacation. And I'm like, oh, great. They already get a flavor of who I am. So we can, we already have an established relationship just based on that. It's really nice. And I have to start from point A with people and that it really sheds some of that discomfort that people have when you're just meeting someone new, right? Especially when you're trusting your healthcare with them. And so- exactly. Lillian, how do you think, because first of all, if y'all are not following Lily's content studio on Instagram, y'all need to, her Instagram and her content is so creative, so innovative. I just love it. So how do you think of new content ideas for your business and like avoid just saying and doing the same things over and over? I think the most, the, the most creative thing for me is being in the environment where you're away from the distractions. I'm not sitting at home thinking about laundry or sweeping the floor, mopping the floor. I'm literally sitting here in this creative space and it just inspires me. So as I'm sitting here and I'm looking around, I just get ideas because, you know, I'm in this space that's fueling my creativity. And then I also get inspiration from Instagram, TikTok and other creators. And you just look at your own space and what you're doing to try to figure out how can you take some of these other ideas and incorporate them into what you're doing. So you can find inspiration from a lot of different people. But I think um, most importantly is just being able to be in that mental space where you're free from distractions to be able to hone into your creativity. Yeah, I love that because a part of that has made it healthy or fun, I should say, fun for me and able to kind of allow me to continue to create new ideas is, and this is just a tip for those business owners who are listening that are like, well, I'm not in a creative space. You know, usually I'm in a medical office, right? However, all day I'm answering people's questions. So all day, you know, people are asking me, well, what, you know, what does vaginal discharge mean? Or is COVID still a thing? You know, they're asking mm -hmm. me questions and I'm turning that into content. Like if it's one person's question, it's someone else's question. And it's an easy way to just educate somebody on a commonly asked question. So that's just a tip for people who are like, I don't know what to do, what to say, who to be, just, you know, the things you do in the privacy for your clients. Uh, do that in little snippets and people will really love learning what you do and the things that we think are really simple the things that I forget I think everybody knows I'm like oh no they didn't go to medical school so they don't they actually <laughs> don't know this so let me just share this little tip really quick so that's helped me yes everything is content everything that you can think of and like you said if one person asks the question someone else probably has that same question or didn't realize they had that question is like oh that was something that I needed to know Absolutely. So this is a question I definitely have for you. And, and I hear a lot of my content creator entrepreneurs, you know, talk a lot about this. And that is how do you avoid content burnout? 
you pace yourself. Um, like you said, it has to be fun. And if you're having those days where you just don't feel like doing it, don't. Because when you're doing it, it shouldn't feel like work. It shouldn't feel like a task. It should feel like something that you're passionate about and that you actually want to do. Because when you're having fun and you're doing it, then that's going to show in the content. Um, and then it just makes you feel better. And I think that resonates to the people that are watching you when you're doing it, when you're having fun. I would have to say that a good tip, though, is to batch create those little things, like you said, with questions. You know, you can record yourself doing something simple like pouring coffee and use one of those little tips or questions that you're commonly asked and turn that into a reel. And that's your lazy day reel right there so that you're not burnt out. But if you batch create with a lot of little small clips, then that makes it a lot easier. And then repurpose. Who saw your post 10 days ago may not be the same person that sees your post today. And who's really going to check you? Like, oh, my God, you posted that coffee 10 days ago. Reuse the stuff. Oh, my gosh. You just dropped three gems that most people pay <laughs> social media creators for. Okay, y'all, don't miss these three tips she just dropped. That was pace yourself batching and repurpose pace yourself batching and repurpose like that's a mic drop just right there and so uh, just to share how I do that and how I implement those things I 100% agree so pacing myself for me looks like you know I had to think about what uh, a doable content strategy looked like with a busy lifestyle and kids and husband and business and all those things so for me I just told myself you know what I'm a, my goal is to do just one post per day at the top of my day Monday through Friday and like you said if I don't feel like posting I miss it on a Tuesday no big deal but a, a simple goal is one post and typically for me that's a reel because that's what gets me the most engagement you know one reel at the top of my day uh, Monday through Friday and if I miss it no big deal like that's how I pace myself and a big part of that is batching right so a lot of times like I go to like Lily's content studio and book one hour session and get a whole month two months three months of content just within an hour and then I'm able to make little snippets out of that right through batching and then like you said repurposing I may use that same clip of me opening the um what do I have one from your studio like opening a portfolio uh yeah, I, yeah. I've used that on so many different things like as a little intro clip and so I love repurposing as well and people um that repetition also draws people's eyes to be like oh okay it's it's her again it's Dr. Jade again right it's Lily's content studio again um so Lillian what you've dropped some right you've dropped some about this but people are always talking about social media strategy, social media strategy. You need to do reels or lives or static posts or carousels or stories. And you need to do this many per day. It's overwhelming, right? It so is. what is your personal business social media strategy? What have you found to be the best strategy for your businesses? So I would have to say that there's different strategies for different audiences and different audiences like different things. Like you just said, your audience like reels. So that that's what you hone into and you post most. Um, so I'd have to say you try a lot of different things to see what resonates with your audience and then stick with that. You, you can't do it all. You don't need to post five stories a day, three reels, two carousels like that. that that's a lot unless that's all you do all, all day. But I can't imagine as a business owner that, you know, that would be something that you could dedicate that amount of time to. Um, but just pick one thing that really works and be consistent with that one thing. 
I kind of follow the same strategy as you where I start at the top of my day where I go into my drafts and I pull out something that I have saved there and I'll post that. But it's kind of like if you grab a bottle of water out of the refrigerator, you put one back. So once I use one of those reels from my drafts, I also quickly make something else. It doesn't have to be some long, complicated reel, but I always make sure I put something back that I took out so that I never run out. Nice. I love that. I love that. So y'all use your drafts. If y'all are not familiar with that, you know, go on, y'all can Google that. Okay. But use your drafts for sure to have your little stockpile of your content already saved and ready to go. You can add the captions later, the music later, right? You can just have the clip saved. So those are some boss tips she's dropping y'all. Okay. And so this is my question though, because I get asked about this a lot too, um, from some of the physician entrepreneurs that I coach. And that is how do you create content creation boundaries and social media boundaries because it can be intrusive you're getting likes and comments all day so how often are you checking your social media like what do your boundaries look like around this content creation um unfortunately with the algorithms you know you think that if you're not on there all of the time that your engagement is going to drop and people aren't going to think you're relevant Um, But you just have to create those healthy boundaries within yourself. You know, you schedule out time where you say from this time to that time, I'm going to do social media. And then for me, that's where it cuts off. That that was my hour or my 30 minutes here and 30 minutes later where I'm going to go in and I'm going to engage and I'm going to be on social media. And then I have other things to do. You know, I have clients to call. I have people to talk to, reports to do. And if that wasn't in my scheduled time, I don't do it. So I think it's all about, you know, setting up time where you're dedicated to being on social media to grow your business or talk about your brand. And then you cut it off. Uh, A strict cutoff and clear boundaries are so important in business, wellness, and definitely with the content creation and social media. I agree. For me, once I pick up my girls from, from daycare, my social media is done for the day. Like I'm very intentional about not being on my phone when I'm with my kids. So that lets me know in itself, like a day, a time of the day where like after 5 PM, there is no more engagement. Right. And then also, like you said, throughout the day, it's like, okay, I have 20 minutes before my next patient. Let me post my reel for the day. And then I'm not going to come back and look at it. until maybe I'm eating my lunch, you know, if I get a chance to have a lunch Mm -hmm. break. Right. So it's important to have those boundaries. So it's not always just checking and commenting. I agree. I love the way you approach it. And so Lillian, what tips do you have? Because I always get this from my physician entrepreneurs too. And what tips do you have for those who want to grow their business or brand, but they are terrified at the idea of putting themselves out there and being on camera? Ah, there are so many other options. Well, I think it's important, though, for you to be in front of the audience so that they can understand who you are. But you can also do so many behind the scenes things that let people understand what your business is until you work up that confidence to be able to be in front of the camera. Um, But don't be afraid. What's the worst that can happen? They don't hit the like button. And that's okay. That's okay. But just be your authentic self. 
and do what's comfortable for you. You don't have to do everything that everyone else is doing if that doesn't suit your heart and your soul. And when you're ready to do some of those things that put yourself out there, go for it. But I think most importantly is just making sure you're doing what's comfortable and healthy for you on social media and not being pressured into being someone or something that doesn't suit your soul. I love that. I've heard people say, you know, I don't want to dance and point. And I'm like, well, then don't dance and point. (laughs) Exactly. You don't have to do what other people are doing. And what I have found, I know I was, and I I say this now because I'm in this point in my journey where I'm very comfortable. But when I first started, oh my gosh, I was so scared to put myself out there, especially as a physician, because people expect us to be this big source of knowledge and perfection. And I was like, what if I say something wrong? What if I misquote an article? Like, and then, you know, this is a cancel culture. And then I'm canceled (laughs) and I just started my medical career, right? But what I have found is that, you know, your people are your people. So I have really um, attracted people that just work and get me and get my personality. And then the people who it's like not for them, they're like, I don't like a doctor who, you know, is in a bathing suit. I don't like to see a doctor who shows their their personal life. Then they unfollow me. And then it's, it works out, right? Because those aren't the kind of clients and patients I want anyway. So it all it's all working for your good as you put yourself out there. And I found that the magic is in the imperfection. Like when I started going live, which I tried to avoid for as long as I could, you know, when I stumbled, made, made up a word, do the things I usually do with my homegirls, it was like, oh, okay. People really get to see less of this perfect perfection situation and it it works better for everybody. So I love it. I love it now, but it took some time to get the courage, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and people love that though. You know, when you make a blooper, they get to humanize you and they recognize that you're not just cropped in Photoshop. You're a real person. Exactly, exactly. So I'm going to switch gears and I love to ask these questions to everyone who joins the podcast. And that is, what because you have an amazing portfolio entrepreneurship portfolio it's so impressive you guys and so what setbacks have you had on your journey to success and how did you overcome those setbacks in entrepreneurship i would have to say the biggest setback that i had was not trusting myself and knowing um this was kind of my theme even coming into this podcast today was that your thoughts have power And that you have to believe in yourself, believe in your idea, believe in your thoughts and not second guess yourself because those thoughts have true power over you. And I feel like had had I had the confidence I have now a long time ago, I could be so much farther ahead in everything that I've done. But just believing in yourself and and not doubting yourself. You you are the CEO of your life. You're in control. And if you make a mistake, no one else knows because they don't know what your plan was anyway. So I would have to say that would be one of the setbacks. And then the second one would have to be that um, thinking you can do it all yourself. You know, it's your baby and you want to be in control and in charge of everything. But a lot of times we can go further and grow bigger if we allow other people that are experts in different areas to help us. So that would be a setback for me and in, in not bringing on help sooner. Um, you know, don't wait until you're drowning and you're burnt out to ask for help. Understand your vision ahead of time and already act as if you're there. So if you're this, if you want this big team, go get your team. Your employees should pay for themselves anyway, that you shouldn't be paying for them. So just trust your vision, trust yourself and already act as though you're where you want to be. Y'all, I feel like y'all should be paying me for this podcast episode. (laughs) 
<laughs> Lillian, okay, I feel like, first of all, I feel like you're like looking into my life right now. Like, you just dropped two big things. So, first of all, is mindset, y'all. She talked about the mindset and trusting yourself. Now, I talk about this a lot on the podcast, so much when I'm talking about wellness, because so much of the wellness journey, the weight loss journey, the chronic disease prevention journey, so much of it starts in the mind, right? And same thing with starting and going after your business and having that confidence behind it. Mindset is everything. So that always comes back up. And then, but what you really just came for my my pearls was about this power of delegation. And so, I am definitely a person who was like, I'm just going to do it myself. But no, in this season, y'all, Inspire Primary Care is going to be hiring, okay? So I am so excited to transition into delegation. So thank you for sharing that. And then the last question I have for you, oh my gosh, I wish we had more time, is you are a wife, a mom, a serial entrepreneur. You have multiple businesses. How do you balance wellness and business? You can't do it all. Um, at the end of the day, you have to accept that you have done the best that you could do for the day and just understand that t- tomorrow will be a fresh day where you can start over again. And just I think the biggest thing is having supportive people in your life that recognize what your goals are and what your intention is for your family. And when you have that and the mindset to understand that every day you did the best you could do, you go to sleep at night feeling a lot better, even though you have a hundred more things you know you have to accomplish tomorrow. Yes, having supportive people in your life is key. I talk about the power of healthy relationships all the time. And so Lillian, where can we find you on social media and what is your website? Yes. So if you're looking for content inspiration, you can find me at Lily's Content Studio on Instagram and Facebook. Website is www.lilyscontentstudio.com. And if you're looking for some brunch friends, a circle of females that you can surround yourself with, you can find us at Brown Skin Brunchin on Instagram, Facebook or brownskinbrunchin.com. And we also have an app that you can download in the Google Play or Apple Store. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for joining us today, Lillian. Thank you for having me. As always, join our Instagram family at Dr. Jade MD. And if you are in the Las Vegas area and ready for the five-star primary care experience or desiring to transition to a healthier weight, head to inspireprimarycare.com. I'd love to be your doctor. And we'll see you on the next episode of She Inspires Podcast.